From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State, and all across America and the world, this is The Big and Wild Outdoors. With your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Glenn Kinman. Good morning, everybody. Welcome in. It is The Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden, Glenn, and Jonathan, well, one of us is here. Everybody else is out playing hooky today. Jonathan is up in Bluntstown once again, trying to uh, recover from Hurricane Michael up there, probably chainsaw in hand and a big old train uh, chain hooked up to the back of the truck pulling stuff down. I know he's up there trying to uh, get everything done up there that uh, Michael has destroyed. And uh, Glenn's out doing some church stuff today with the kids. He's out doing some fishing stuff with the kids. So that's a good thing. And we uh, kicked him out of here and said, go do it. So don't come hang out with us today. So we brought in our uh, our uh, relief pitchers. <laughs> <laughs> we have Vince Noble, the uh, the Don of Indian Rocks Beach, otherwise yes, known as Big Shug. And... Uh, <laughs> We have uh, Bill George, who's made it back from his soldiering across uh, the United States. Been out traveling, putting some miles on that Chevy of his. And last but not least, the man himself, the Cuban redneck, the man that made Brooklyn, New York, Brooklyn. Bronx. Whatever. It's uh, what's our, up? Cuban, our Cuban redneck, Carlos Lopez. What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> Is your future that bright? <laughs> He's, yeah, he's rocking his shades in the studio. He's yeah, man, good. they changed the they they changed the the bulbs in the studio finally after six years. So I'm, I've got my shades on. <laughs> Actually, those things have always been pointing straight down. It's been driving me nuts. I, I feel like I'm being interrogated. Thank you. Yeah, officer, <laughs> uh, I have no idea or anything. I don't know about any Russian collusion. I didn't do it. Uh, so welcome in. This is uh, everybody here today. We have a lot of stuff to cover. Uh, I know that uh, Carlos has got an event that he's going to tonight. Are you going to, Vince? Uh, duh, I'm sponsoring it. I'm a sponsor of it, sure. I better be there. Yeah, Twisted twisted Limbs, you're wearing this shirt. Why don't you I'm, I'm promote sp- it? I'm spoting the colors today, oh, let's man. Let's go, let's go. I, I got it. And, Tell uh, people about it. And Bill George is uh, fresh back from his uh, big water meetings with the FWC and the DEP and the whoever else didn't show well, up. D- DEP did You said he's up. back. You should should have just said out on bail. But well, I think it got close a couple of times. So I I'm, don't I'm between I'm between meetings, so I just went to those last two water management meetings uh, with the FWC about the invasive plants. Next week is the commission meeting, and they're still going to be having more meetings. Oh, great! So are they going to let us start using DDT and things like that to get rid of all these invasive weeds? No. Why not? Because the Department of Ag hasn't turned around and made it acceptable to use them. Oh. That's who does it. He's got a meeting today with his bail bondsman. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's a guy who never needs bail. Let's go to uh, Captain Chris, who's on the phone this morning, calling in from the Maritime. Chris, you there? Man, that's all. Yeah, I'm here. How you doing, Braden? You know what? I've called you like eight thousand times, man, and you call and you and you call me on the radio. <laughs> How you doing? I'm doing good. Did you get my voice mails? Uh, I have not, man. I've what the? I got, I got, I three or four other times. De- <laughs> Dean Frazier and one of his buddies, they want to come get their captain's license. They want to do the six pack. So I was trying to get them to get them on there and get you in there. 
Come on in. Well, and I think Vince is over here. I don't know if he's doing some Italian hand thing or he's like going, <laughs> what do I mean to do? I mean, oh, yeah. so you want to do it as well? Uh, duh. You do or no? Absolutely. That's twice you've used your your crutch word dud that's today. Twice. So. That's I'm done. I mean, he seriously. said that like three years ago. You don't think he's serious? I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, some of us have been a little busy there, Bill George. Thank you very much. He's got a TV show to film. You know, he's a big star oh. now. So, so Chris, can we talk uh, later and then we'll uh, we'll hook it up? And because uh, Dean wants to call you, he's got a buddy who wants to go, and now of course Vince wants to get in. So there's like what half the class. There, there you go. That's fine. Uh, just want to let you know, too, I'm throwing the airboat class in there in spring, too. Oh, you know what? That's right. Um, we got to, if is you're an airboat gonna, guy, you got to have that now. Is it going to be at Camp Mac? I'm sorry? Well, is it going to be over at Camp Mac? Where Where's it going to be? Uh, it's going to be at our school um, over in uh, uh, Port Tampa. Uh, it's going to be an eight-hour class, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Okay. Well, that's a good idea. That's calm back there. It's not like he's going to take you out into the bay if there's four-foot rollers or something in an airboat. It's not a good idea. <laughs> that's no fun. It'll make but, it really interesting. Well, well yeah. <laughs> speaking on that, that uh, particular airboat class, a lot of people did not realize. They thought if they had a captain's license, they were good to go with this additional airboat uh, class requirement, and that is not true. That is correct. That is not true. Um what you need uh, is, oh, what was it? Uh, you need uh, to carry a photo ID. you got to have proof of a voter safety course or a Coast Guard captain's license. Uh, and you also have to have proof of a uh, commission-approved airboat operator's course and first aid CPR. Really? And that's for anybody that's who's insane. operating an airboat and what? That is uh, anybody that's going to be operating an airboat um, starting July 1st. So when you say just operating an airboat, you mean just like a guy who's going to go hop out and go maybe do some bass fishing for the day? I'm not, or unless he's a, uh, you know, a tour guide or a captain or just anybody. Everybody has to have one. No, just the guide. Okay, um, just the guy. that operated with uh, any uh, one or more people uh, for hire. Okay, for hire. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Not not recreational. And, and, well, and and that's if you're getting any consideration. So if you take somebody air. Uh, alligator hunting, and you get to keep the alligators. That's kind of like your pay. That's that's you're getting compensated. I think we talked about this before, Captain Chris. But correct me if I'm wrong. If I get on Bill George's airboat and I say uh, I'm going to pay for the gas, uh, let's go. Is that considered uh, monetary gain or hiring? I mean, would that fall under there? Technically, one of those gray areas that Bill likes to point out. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, uh, that uh, we used to call that the ham sandwich law. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, say if uh, uh, I had a boat and one of you guys wanted to come out and said, all right, you know, I'll bring sandwiches and pay for half the gas and, you know, we'll go out for the day. If I had an accident, that used to be considered payment. Oh, really? So um, then you would be held to a standard of uh, actually having to hold a uh, – uh, U.S. Coast Guard approved captain's license. No way. Oh, so, uh, but uh, so if you're a smuggler, you need a license. Well, if you have passengers on board, yeah. What happened to the days where you could just go out fishing with your friends and help them with the gas? My God. Well, you still can, right, Captain? I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, unless now, if I'm hiring you to go take me to a certain place and uh, go do something and see some bites or something, then uh, you're a captain for hire. So, That's correct. So then you would need all the other stuff that you just mentioned, which seemed like an awful lot. Yeah. 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 
candy. And, and, and we we roll everything up, you know, just for the captain's license. You know, we we keep the cost low. Uh, we do the first aid CPR in-house as well. Um, you know, we help you fill out the application. You know, don't, we do that as a courtesy. We teach you how to do that as opposed to filling it out and sending it in for you. Um and uh, we make sure everything goes smoothly for you. Yeah, well, that's yeah. a good thing. I know you guys do a great job over there, and I'm looking at the schedule now, and uh, I'm trying to see where where uh, my boys can fit in there to the schedule. When do you have another six-pack class? It's uh, February 25th through March 3rd, I think? That is correct. Yeah, so there you go. You ready? Let's go. Can you do that then or no? Otherwise, you're gonna have to wait till March. The end of March. Mar- March might be a better time for me, actually. March 2022. <laughs> in, in, in March, it'll be April. Yeah. Chris, you see the kind of crap I got to put up with in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'll do it in June. Yeah. <laughs> Facing the truth is always hard, Chris. Well, now this one here. When is the airboat class gonna start? Uh, when do you have the next one coming up? I'm actually writing the schedules um, today. Um, so I'm right now. I'm projecting probably May. Um, I'm trying to fit one in April, mm-hmm. um, but it uh, looks like it's going to be May, and we're going to be doubling up. So we'll be offering it twice a month. Now I, I got to ask you: Is this one of those things where, even though you may not be a a guide of any sort, is it a good thing for somebody to go and actually just have the class so that you have it in your pocket? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we we do all kinds of different things. Uh, we do a lot of private motor courses and things like that. Um, it's good to have that uh, that education in there uh, with with the increased traffic uh, in Tampa with the larger vessels and people are buying boats like they're free. It's good to have that information. It's it's good to know what you're doing out there, um, especially if you know somebody gets hurt. You know, you you understand that you know taking what you've learned and apply it properly, you know, you're not going to have any uh, legal recourse. And plus, it makes your insurance go down. Oh, that's that's a good thing if you already have the course. I was just going to suggest that because I look at it this way. It's always good to have a refresher, and I know that probably 99% of the people who have to take the course have already know, have probably run an airboat for many, many years. But- but they don't know, you know, maybe some of the things they forgot or got into a bad habit or something like that, or perhaps don't even know CPR. So, uh, you know, it's one of those things that you can just add to it and uh, make you a better captain in the long run. Oh, absolutely. And and definitely, you know, adding more to your knowledge base is always a good thing. I mean, it's just not a, you know, it's not come in, just sit there and stare at a PowerPoint for hours on end. I mean, I'm sure your friends come in there and, uh, they call in that Saturday. I'm sure their brains are going to be melted, and that'd be a good conversation. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> now, quick question: When you have your six pack uh, classes, what hours of the day are they? Eight a.m. to five p.m. Monday through Sunday. Gotcha. Okay, and it's hey. a week long class. It's a week long class. So you're going to you're gonna have to go use up all your vacation time, buddy. It'd be worth it. Yeah, it would. Yeah, that has a good ring to it, Captain Cuban Redneck. I like that. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it. Captain CR? <laughs> yeah. Captain Sear. Or we can call him Crotch Rocket. So, anyway, Captain Chris, we appreciate the phone call this morning, man. Can I put you on hold? Because I need to get your cell phone number. Because obviously, when I call the main line to the school, no one listens to me. 
Yeah, I wish somebody would listen to it every once in a while. We're so busy, I can't stand it. See, that's what I'm saying. All right, can I put you on hold so Aaron can get your number and uh, we'll get uh, your boys lined up so you guys can get into class together? Absolutely. All right, man. I will talk to you soon. Thank right. you so much. See ya. All right, we got to take a quick break, you guys. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors. We're brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors. Go out and check it out today. They've got a lot of BOGO stuff going on right now before the uh, the turkey dealio. So go out and see them today. Also, our good friends over at Brandon Ford. Brooksy Hall is probably there today for a little while. And then later on, he'll probably be fishing. We'll be right back. There we go. We're back. Big and Wild Outdoors, Braden Vince, the Cuban Redneck, Carlos Lopez, and Bill George all in the studio today. It's going to be a pretty nice day today. A little potly cloudy, but the wind's not going to be nutty and all that kind of good stuff. And so it'll be nice. And if you want to go out and do some fishing or go work out in the woods somewhere, it'll be a good day for it. Because uh, next week is going to be hotter than you know what. Or at least to welcome back to summer. Well, it's going to feel like it. Well, I heard 80 degrees along the coast, which means 85-ish, 87-ish in the yeah. uh, interior. So. I was I was thinking about turning around and telling all my friends from up north, don't even bother coming down for turkey season. They're all going to be done by yeah, then. Yeah, please don't. Yeah. Please don't come down for turkey season. Just stay where you are. It's all good. You know what? Those Easterns eat good. You know, go up there and get an Eastern or two, or maybe uh, you know, get out there and get yourself a Miriam or something. Yeah. Head out west. That'd be all right. Uh, speaking of turkeys, by the way, the date has been set uh, for the uh, little turkey get-together out at G5 Feeding Outdoors. Uh, I got some things in the work that I really can't talk about. So, the, the little uh, so turkey. why talk about it? Well, I just, you know, it's a teaser. So, uh, oh, you know, man. let me just say that the video that I was shown to the gentleman who is uh, apparently being worked on to stop by. It's pretty awesome. And uh, during the break, I'll have to find it and show it to you during the break so that you guys can look the same way and freak the freak out. Then you'll be going, dude, I'm going to come up there. I'm going to get you. I'm, I'm going to be there anyway. What, what are you doing with the shades? Why are the shades I know, on? It's kind of throwing me off. It, it's why, throwing me way why, off. It's bright in here, man. It is not bright off. in here, no, man. No, You've been living afraid. in a cave. It's fine. Like? Look at your microphone. Don't look at me. I, I have to look at you so that I can know when I'm supposed to be talking to you. You talk all the time, so what's the difference? <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Never that. shut up. So that's what I'm saying. Going. I got to be able to see. I got to be able to see where you're going and what you're doing. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's true. Take it off. Vince, Vince, block him. (laughs) I'm surprised he hasn't said anything about my shirt yet. That's that's half the problem. It's reflecting off your pink shirt. If Bill George would have worn worn his neon green usual shirt, we'd all be blind in here. I figured we'd have a little competition this morning to see who had that brighter shirt. He's got his Magnum P.I. stuff. I think you have more. I got you today. Brightness. I remember when all men used to, uh, one, you never got called a communist without getting in a fight. It was the worst thing to be. And two, you didn't wear pink shirts like that. And you know why I can wear a pink shirt? Because I'm confident enough I will be right, but. Uh-huh. Sure you will. <laughs> I almost said it. It I'm almost sure came out. Sounds like a, it was so close. Sounds like a challenge during the break. It gosh. certainly does. Our referee. Okay. Our Where's referee. That, where's that dump button? You know what? This is where, this is where we need a cam in the studio. Because it would look like uh, it would be Black Death against Pink Fury. Well, hey, speaking I, of that turkey event. <laughs> hey, don't worry. I loosened two of the screws on Bill he's George's chair, so he's going to fall soon. I am wearing the bright pink Big Daddy Sport Fishing shirt. Thank yeah. you very much. So when you fall out of the boat, the Coast Guard can find you three years from now? 
Listen, they'll need the beacon. Jiminy Christmas! Listen, I, I made we're it, listening, Bill George. I, I made a tweak to the web page the other day, what? Uh, thebigandwild.com, and the events page. You had so many different things you were trying to talk about where we're going to be and what we're doing. I went out there and I tried to make an attempt to get some of it out there, whether it's the uh, Panfish Challenge, the FWC Fishing Derby, G5's Turkey Talk Days, or I don't know what are you going to call it, you know. Ooh. I wasn't sure what it was going to be called, so it's all out there. Wild Game Cookout. I just need to know some times so we could put it out there. 10 to 2. 10 to 2? 10 to 2. Okay. Isn't the church going to do an event as it would well? Be, it would be like Dr. Pepper, except without the four. Ten, two, and four. How about the church event? Glenn, uh, that's Glenn. coming up here pretty soon, too. Next, uh, in the next couple of weeks? No. Next week? Next weekend. Oh, oh boy. So this coming weekend. <laughs> but yeah. you come, are you that's sure? Why, that's why I put it out there on the events page. Oh, okay. Did well, you go we, to we, it? We have an event no, today. I haven't. Yeah. A Twisted Limbs Bow Fishing event for teens, the first annual. Oh, that's, you know coming, that's, that's happening that's tonight. tonight. Yes, yep. sir. I'm Maximum. going. I'm going. Vince is going. Really? Captain Jim's going to be there. We're filming today. So wait a minute. You two knuckleheads are going to be going, but I thought this was an event for the kids. Because all of a sudden, uh, I could just see it now. The guys will be like, here, let me uh, show you how to do that, right? And uh, and next thing you know, you're up front on the boat and taking all the shots. We would never do that. Okay. Um, It's for the children. Vince is sponsoring. I'm sponsoring with Altera. So, you know, we're we're taking care of stuff. Yeah, uh, kids of all I like ages. The way you yeah, think, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, that, that's even they, Aaron's they, going. They need people to supervise. Okay, so is that what it is? Yeah. Uh, okay, that's what you call it when you're going. Here, let me show you. And I'll uh, look. Let me get. Let me get two more, and then you can take over from there, and we'll be good. Yeah, we should get Bill George to come. <laughs> Everybody's going, but great. I got to work, man. I'll be at G five until eight o'clock. So you know. Well, it's bow fishing. It's at night. Well, guess what? We start at 5 and it goes to midnight. Come on down. Yeah, sure. I'll, the just, kids, I'll man. just stand on the Gandy Beach and wave my arms frantically. <laughs> I'm over here. I'm right here. Yeah, drop. Okay. You know what? If you let me use that shirt, you'll be able to find me. Hey, <laughs> drop drop the kids off with Bill George. He'll take them. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Come on. You don't hey, trust Bill he with got, the kids? He got his daughter, Belinda, and George to adulthood. Oh, yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, he did. I haven't seen him in a while, but... <laughs> They're around. It's all good. Successfully out the door. Yeah. Well, that's a good thing. Well, no, I thank you, Bill, for doing that because we do this time of year. It starts to steamroll, and then it doesn't really seem to even slow down till after the uh, panfish challenge, which is just right around the corner as and well. It, so, and that's the thing. I was starting to look. I mean, you have the wild game cookout, and almost right after that, you have the um, turkey day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like boom. Then we're into dang turkey season. Right? And then what, what are we doing after that? Then we're going to be out broadcasting, I think, at... Uh, June 6th is the FWC Fishing Derby. I did try and put them in somewhat chronological order there. Well, that's also the same day I think G5 is doing a thing out of Correct. Bell Valley. And I need, to, I need to find out some information on what that is, and we get that up there I also. think that I think that weekend is going to be a milestone for us, because I believe that we're actually going to attempt to broadcast from two separate areas. 
Oh boy, how are you going to do that? I, hey, think, hey, I think we're hey. going to. I think we're going to have uh, Glenn says uh, he wants to volunteer out at the FWC, and I'm sure you'll probably want to go there. So it'll be you and Glenn over there, and then me and Jonathan or whoever over at the uh, text <laughs> You and Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why yeah, not? Okay. That's the wishful thinking. What do you mean? Do you don't think Jonathan's going to show up and want to go drive around and get crazy in some uh, Wildcat double X's? What's the deal? I don't know. He's owned one before any of us. Yeah. Okay. He'll be out there trying to break that thing. Okay. It'll all be good. Moving along. Why are you picking on Jonathan? The dude's not even here to defend himself. Because he's out working. No, we're not picking on him. We're just, I'm just, you know. You're ragging on the boy without ragging on him. Listen, if you turn around and you bet against the one team and you put your money down on the Patriots, were you ragging on the other team? Kind of. Or just saying you didn't have faith. That they were going to prevail. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know where you're going with this. He's, he's thought too long. Yeah. Let, me, let me send a shout out to all my friends out there at the NWTF in Nashville, Tennessee. That, that That's going on, that giant convention they have every year. They yeah. take it over for a week. William Sullivan's out the there. pictures today. Yeah, William's there. You know, you got Ray I, but he had to go. You know, no, nah, he didn't make it. No, nah, he didn't make it. I know. I hope things are going okay with him and his family. Well, no um, one would ever know because I can't see your face because you got sunglasses on in the oh studio. Lord. You can see his face, just not his eyeballs. I can see you guys, no problem. Oh, my gosh. What, do you got pink eye or something over there you're no, trying to get no, away? No, no, no. I got yellow eye. He, he, he. <laughs> I, got pink, I got pink eye from his shirt. His pink shirt <laughs> oh is what God, I got. Oh, my God, enough with the shirt. <laughs> Jeez, oh but anyway, if so, Bill George did a great job. If you need to uh, some more information, go to our Big and Wild page. Uh, go to Big and Wild on our Facebook page, and there's the events right there so that you can uh, check out where maybe you can possibly come out and hang with us or see us or do all that kind of good stuff. And I, I'm not kidding when I say it. I think on the uh, FWC day and the Textron day, I think we're going to – it'll be the first ever we'll try to attempt to broadcast from two separate areas. I'm so. a little nervous. No, it'll be good. It'll Why be fun. are you nervous? It'll be good. I'm it'll nervous for him. I want to make sure it goes right and just, oh, you know. We'll have it. Team player. Spot on. It'll because be Because we have – to have we a sa- have. That, hey, you didn't know Beasley got a satellite, so they're just going to use a satellite <laughs> and a drone. We got a crack uh, engineering team here, <laughs> led by Aaron, so yes. it's all good. We're, we're all. That's be- where I have my faith. Yeah, because she's not going to let things go bad. She never does. She's yeah. the best. Well, I understand that. Yeah, that, finally, they have a woman producer, so <laughs> that fixes everything. So things get done. Is that what you're saying? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I've been rolling through here for six years, man. I know. <laughs> So things are finally going to get done. Well, I I wanted to say that, uh, Bill George, you didn't bring up the fact that uh, the FWC, I know you went to the water dealio, which we'll get into a little bit more, but uh, the FWC is inviting the public to attend the and uh, draft the black crappy management plan at the public meetings that are coming up. And if uh, you're a guy who uh, likes to go out and catch specs, uh, this is probably going to concern you. So, you know, you might want to get interested because, you know, it never affects anybody until it's something they like to go do. You know what I'm saying? You said specs? Yeah. That's oh, what I thought, I thought, I thought you said something else. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Never mind. Specs. Yeah. Right. Uh, okay. Socalese. Right. Or crappy. What, what do you want me to call uh, it? Not, I didn't know if better. I should be offended or whatever. <laughs> no, you're fine. <laughs> All right. Keep on. You're from the <laughs> island. Well, okay. All right. We're going to take a break. We're brought to you by G5 Feet Outdoors and Brandon Ford. <laughs> You can leave if you want to, but uh, I'm telling you, you don't want to miss the show. All right, we'll be back.
Oh, boy. All right, here we go. Welcome back to Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden, Vince, Carlos, and Bill George, and Aaron behind the glass. She's making the uh, phone calls. Uh, sound really good. If you want to give us a call, 888-404-1010. That's 888-404-1010. Uh, before the break, we were talking a little bit that the FWC has got a lot of stuff going on with the uh, weed spring Invasive plant, invasive species plant thing going on. So water quality is at the forefront of a lot of people's minds after the red tide and the algae bloom and the spill uh, off from big sugar and the the accusations uh, flying around about big sugar and agriculture and who's to blame and yada 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 yada. I never once in all these meetings. Heard anybody moan and groan about big sugar? Well, that's because Braden's not there. Because why would I moan? I, I was the one. I was the one saying that it wasn't big sugar. No, so. I'm. But I'm saying oh, I'm at sorry, these that meetings, was swift mud. Sorry, I didn't want to. At these meetings, I've never heard a single person whine and cry about big sugar and, and uh, what they were honestly. Doing. I'm surprised nobody brought it up. I mean, you're talking about the water quality. Why wouldn't that come up no, in the meeting? Because it's not real. It is, real. and they oh they're 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 close enough to the situation to understand it. <laughs> it Are you kidding me, dude? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I go with the scapegoat theory. I'm all good with that. Well, it's easy to blame somebody that's a big giant. Well, industry. I mean, it's not just big sugar. I mean, it's the golf courses. It's the homeowners oh, association. Now, now we're it's, getting somewhere. It, it's a lot of different reasons. It's El Nino. <laughs> it's not right. <laughs> no, I mean you got. I mean, if everybody would do their part, if homeowners associations wouldn't make you. Fertilize your yard all summer long during the rainy season, which we all know the fertilizer just sits on the top and washes away. It doesn't do anything to the grass. Well, it goes right through that sand, like, exactly. uh, you yeah. know, through a sieve, so it's no big deal. Well, I know years back, you know, Pinellas County and others did that. You know, they got away with the the rock lawns because of the runoff and right. all the other stuff that we grew up with around here <laughs> where, you know, people didn't have grass. They didn't have to fertilize their lawn or anything else because they had rocks. And uh, they kept the kids out of the front yard. You kept the grass for the backyard around the pool. That's where you kept it. But uh, uh, what did they come up with? What's their uh, the conclusion? What's the, there the, is no conclusion. Okay. What, it, what it is is they are basically there to listen to the people's concerns in these meetings. Um, next week on Thursday, they are going to be at the FWC commission meeting. They're there on Wednesday and Thursday. But on Thursday, they are actually having a whole presentation to the commissioners where they will talk and brief the commissioners on their, their plant management program and give the commissioners an opportunity to talk about it. Because at the last commission meeting, a number of people got up there to complain about how FWC was managing the invasive plants. And that's what got this whole ball started on holding these meetings. And there's even an additional one being added up in uh, the Ocala area, Ocala national forest area. They're going to add another one like on the 25th. Well, you were saying off, off there earlier, what does the FWC really have to do with this? You were talking about everybody else that's involved. Well, there's, there's many players in, in the whole water you know, which is is what a lot of people are concerned though the quality of the water, the invasive plants, the water levels. FWC, the only part they have in it is the invasive plant spraying. Gotcha. That's the only okay. piece. The 
water management districts control the height of the water when it's there, when it's not there, all that. They turn around and what what's really interesting is a lot of these lakes are being maintained at a higher level at certain times because they have sold off water rights to the water to farming industry. And so they have to ensure that there's enough water to make all those commitments good. Then you have the water quality. FWC doesn't do anything with the water quality as far as the runoff, the septics, the golf, you know, all Mm -hmm. that. They they have zero to do with it. They don't even monitor it. And that is the DEP that handles that. So what are you doing? Am I I'm listening Braden, to you. Braden's messing with stuff over here. <laughs> I don't know. We, 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 have, okay, we have a visitor off. It, and, it, and then that, then on top of that, they're complaining about the chemicals that FWC uses. And FWC isn't the one out there. They contract out to right. have the spraying done. And then they complain about the chemicals that are used. And a lot of people don't even take the time to educate them on that. They, they actually put out there on the FWC website – what chemicals are being used on what day they have an entire spray program where they document that and have documented that for a long period. So how are those chemicals affecting the fish? Well, nobody knows because they only test the fish. This, the department, this is, this is (laughs) the department of health tests the quality of the fish meat. Okay. Nobody else tests the quality of the fish meat and they're only looking at it for mercury. Then you turn around and you have the chemicals that are being used that are are maintained on a list of acceptable uses and how they're applied by the Department of Ag. There are too many hands in this pot. No, no, no. It gets worse. Then you have FWC spraying. You have water management district spraying. You have county spraying. And you have homeowners spraying on their own. And, who, and different agencies. I mean, uh, you have Lord. a county, yeah, with the mosquitoes. You got uh, not only mosquito spraying, but weed control and but, and everything and that, else. And that but, drives that drives the bass fishermen crazy because I remember when I fished with the Lakeland Bassmasters, it was always a concern because when they'd spray areas, they'd kill everything. And but then the fishing was really poor. But yep. I I will give FWC kudos. They are taking it on the chin. They're up there, and there are some very very upset people. And they, they're not always the most polite people. Um, <laughs> the, the last meeting, I heard somebody uh, reference go get a rope or or something to that extent. Oh my god! And well, we're, it's that day and age of it, complaining, it, you know. And it's I'm like, we can be better than this. We can be better than this. Well, but the problem they're is they're passionate. That, I mean, yes, you can complain and be passionate about what you want to do, but in your complaining, also step up to the game and change what you do yes. as well. Yes. But but a lot of the a lot of these other agencies aren't there at these meetings. FWC sitting there, they're taking it, they're taking the heat for the actions of these other agencies. But what we need to do is get these same people motivated enough to go to the legislators, to the other agencies, and say, "Hey, we want more testing being done on our fish. We we want more than just the mercury content to be looked at. We want to look at additional information. Hey, we want you know these chemicals addressed and and maybe some more studies on the chemicals, or- which they need to do. I mean, because we all fish, hunt, and all of this 
affects everything that we do. Everything drinks water. Well, all day. And, and, and there's a couple things I'm going to mention. You know, there's times in which we believe these chemicals are all good, but there was a time and day where we believed Agent Orange wasn't going to cause any problems. Look at everybody that vapes okay. today. I mean, same thing. <laughs> don't don't knock on Aaron. <laughs> Aaron just looked at me Boy, like jerk. You just got your. Pretty, she's going to put a subliminal in your yeah. your next show. She's going to turn off your mic. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, there's a lot of things. How long did it, we use certain chemicals in agriculture that we found out decades later that we were having problems with bird egg? You know strength and and had to ban them later hey, on what not happened for, to, not, i'm sorry vince not for anything but i missed diazonon what yeah. happened to so good old fertilizer good old manure manure why can't we just go we back to using cows we gotta stinks, get rid of cows who cares man. it works i'd rather stinks. have manure than all the crap that goes in the water that kills everything wait you just said manure and crap in the yeah, same thing so, right? uh, <laughs> well all right we gotta take a break we are the big and wild outdoors if you want to put in your two cents worth into this very riveting conversation about water and chemicals uh 888-404-1010 888-404-1010 we're brought to you by g5 feeding outdoors and brandon ford Here from that end of the room. Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's Braden Vince, uh, Carlos, and Bill George. We're well, in the uh, studio today. Well, we've had you to bring us in and take us out, and then we've held the rest of yeah. the show. Go ahead, be quiet. So, anyways, back to what we were saying. <laughs> Get back on the computer. <laughs> we don't need you. Now, if you guys are listening, we we're talking about the FWC um, water management stuff. And you know, the one thing, too, we need to get rid of Roundup. Why? Because that's one of the worst things out there. Why? Why do you believe that? The chemicals that are in it. Why do you? Why believe- you chew, dude? If you're gonna chew your gum, do not smack it on the. Can you just chew and talk? Why do you believe that? <laughs> Who educated you on that? I've done my own research on that. Okay, Doctor Go- Google said. Can you tell me <laughs> one corn crop that wasn't planted? For mass production with, with it. With Roundup? Without. One that. corn plant? Yeah, one for mass production that was not grown in a Roundup uh, field. I got nothing on that. I don't know. How about soybeans? How about why are you leading me down the path? Just tell me what it is, man. <laughs> no, they're, they're, it's used so extensively in our agriculture program. And that's why half the problems we have are because all this crap gets in our foods. Why do we have stomach problems? Why do we have this problem? Why do we have that problem? Because of all the garbage that's put into the foods to help make them grow or to get rid of the weeds and all the other garbage in it. Correct. Did we have these issues, half of the issues that we have today back in 1955? No, no. because they died at 40. <laughs> from scurvy. <laughs> wow. Arr, they, tried, they died from scurvy. <laughs> wow. I'm just saying. <laughs> You start living longer, you start having more problems. Do I agree? I We are going to be spraying plants in the state of Florida on our waters. But what we need to do is we need to turn around and use that as a tool in order to take care of the mass problem. But we need to work on every opportunity to use other methods that are non-chemical based to remove them. Go back to more natural products. Like we the, said earlier, we couldn't, supo- we couldn't support half the state of Florida on all natural manure. 
How many all cows that, are in the state of Florida? How many horses are in the you state can, of Florida? You got parts of the world right now right, that want to ban cows. Okay, but well, they're idiots. <laughs> I'm just sorry. I just call that what it is. <laughs> but but the thing is, we could for the population today, you could not turn around and and economically feed people without these other processes. Well, stop eating so dang much. Here, Richard, uh, help them out in their conversation. <laughs> Go for it, Richard. <clears throat> Oh, I'm not even. I'm only one to get into that stuff, but um, so you're going to take us. So you're going to take us down a totally left turn uh, road. Is that what you're going to do? Thanks, Richard. Well, a, a little bit, but you know, I I, I I had a hard time finding your number again on FM. I got I got to put a sticker on the truck that way I know where it is. That that, that would probably help. Or you just take a pocket knife and just scratch it into hey, the dash before <laughs> Richard gets out of here. I have a question for Richard. So go ahead for Richard yeah. first, and then let me get my question in. Okay, get your question in. Go ahead. Oh, okay. On the Boy Scouts and the Cub Scouts, yes. there is a fishing badge. Yeah. Okay. What What is the requirements of the kids in order to get a, a fishing badge? You know how many merit badges there are? Yeah. 128, something like that? Yeah, but, yeah, but how do you get a fishing one? Do you got to catch a fish or learn to tie a fisherman's knot catch- or... Yeah, you have to do all that stuff. You have to learn how to tie the hooks on properly. You know, you catch the fish. You have to be able to clean them or catch and release. You know. The the it's, reason why it's, I'm asking. It's, it's, okay, go ahead. The reason why I was asking is in some of these fishing derbies um, that are being offered, n- namely the one that's going to be with the FWC on, on uh, April 6th, is if mm-hmm. if there was an opportunity for part of that program to enable those Boy Scouts or Cub Scouts to, in order to get that fishing badge, I was just looking to see what type of additional things other than making the rods and reels available to the kids. I have some information about that. Google says that the fishing merit, merit badge requirements are that you explain to your counselor the most likely hazards you may encounter while participating in fishing activities and what you should do to anticipate, help, prevent, mitigate, and respond to these hazards. You go, That's girl. it? That's it. I you just have to no, talk to them. It doesn't say nothing explain, about catching no you fish. You don't have to catch a fish. <laughs> well, that's hey, just and dumb. I, I didn't even tell her to go to Google and look it up because I didn't know what the question was. Uh, you know, I, was just say, I don't have it off the top of my head. You know, I got... Well, I, I just, deal with my, my my stuff, but no, there's um, there's probably a way to do that without, and you could probably I wouldn't know who to go ask because you know at the at the council, um, the only one, the only person I know is somebody like Ralph Snyder, but okay. he's like uh, the big program you, you, person. You should reach out to uh, Dick Powell. He used to be a big wig ever uh, in the Boy Scouts. Uh, he's not around too much anymore. Well, you know what? I look at it this way. If I was a troop leader, it would have to go through the following things that you just said. You have to learn to tie a knot. You have to put on a hook. You have to catch a fish, learn to clean it, learn to cook it, learn to eat it, and then we're good. There you go. There's a badge. There you go. Done. There's your badge. Yeah. I don't need... You know, know, there's conservation stuff in there, too, you know, if it's not big enough. Well, sure, but you can learn that as you're fishing. You can learn that while you're sitting there with a pole in your hand and uh, trying to catch some crappie out of the lake. So it's a good thing. I want to. I want to. Yeah, like, and it just and it, like I say, contact Ralph, and you can throw my name under the bus. I don't care. He just he rolls his eyes anyway. Okay. Um, 
So, you know, you know just like when when um, Braden calls people, people go, oh, Braden again? <laughs> yeah, that's you know, usually what happens. You know? yeah, that's it. But, okay, well, oh, geez, you got me off track now. Oh, I'm sorry, Richard. <laughs> with the FWC, with the evasive, um, I see in my business, I see so much evasive plants in all the waters in, you know, in the Pinellas County area. But they, you can still buy them in the store because they're not the, I guess, Department of Agriculture has not outlawed them because mm-hmm. some of these plants, people like them for cover on on grounds, but they're meant to go under, underneath trees, not around water. And when they like, um, uh, what what is it? Wadilla is a plant. It's the one that has a little daisy flower. It's a viney one. If you keep it around the tree, it's fine. If you go next to water, it puts down roots or puts down stems like three foot deep, four foot deep, and it's very evasive. But there's there's a lot of evasive plants in the state of Florida that are not restricted for sales. Well, Correct. we should do what okay, California that, does. We just burn down the whole thing, and everything will be all good. It's all good. Yeah, but that, the the other thing I was going to say, I went to that FWC program about how to get people to go, uh, how to get people to go shooting, how to go into stuff, and with talking to a couple of people, you know, I, I was in one of the committees about how to recruit and that stuff, and I said, here, here's the list right now. Well, we want you to do some research. I said, I've been doing research for 20 years with youth and other programs. I think I know what I'm saying right now. Of course, a lot of them were, were I wouldn't say, educated people. I would. And they just, you know, <laughs> and they just like, you know, would look at you and, you know, I go, this is how you're going to do it. You know, all the go to youth programs, go, go after the youth programs. That's where you're going to get the, that's where you're going to get the kids to come into the stuff. Looks like we got another caller on the line. Okay, cool. Well, we can't we can't go to David yet because we got only one minute before we got to go to break. So uh, we're like, I'm letting Richard Richard go. But it was it was more bureaucracy (laughs) than than was like you know, and and, you know everybody got a lot of those people got paid to go spend the weekends there and do this and blah 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 and all stuff. And it's just like if you actually have a stake in the program. It's a different pro, you know. You could have a different program for you. Well, thank you, you Richard, for the fo- thank you, Richard, okay. for the phone call, man. We appreciate okay. it, man. We'll talk to you I again know. soon. You can hang up on me now. Bye. Okay, bye. Well, uh, for our uh, our uh, left, uh, no, we're not going to him. Well, I put him on. Say hi. I put him on hold. Oh, hi. See you later. <laughs> Hello. Good morning. Hi, David. You're gonna have to wait for the break. Is that okay? That's fine, man. That's fine. All right, and that way it'll give you time to get out of the bathroom. All right, for our, <laughs> for our remaining uh, for our remaining two listeners, uh, we'll be back in about a minute or so. We got to take a break in a little bit, but uh, when we come back from break, uh, that'll be the hour number two. So, David, you'll have to kick it off right. You know, get in there, wash your face, brush your teeth, get ready because it's going to make you a superstar when we come back from break. So you better be ready. You better be ready. That's all I'm saying. All right. We're the Big and Wild Outdoors. We're brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors and Brandon Ford. Hang in there. <laughs> 